0: Gurbani first and foremost on a daily basis tries to normalize death. What I mean by that is in society we are almost trained to not talk about death, to not acknowledge it. Everybody knows that they're going to die, but you don't really need to talk about it. We have almost a bad habit in uh, even in Punjabi culture, like your parents might say, oh, don't talk about death. They do. Almost as though they're saying, if you talk about death too much you're going to invite death. Gurbani doesn't do that. Okay. What Gurbani actually yeah. does is that talks about it talks about death. If we look at our Nitinim, mm. even in the Nitinim Baniya, in all three sections in the morning, in the evening and at night, we are reminded about death. So death is something that actually becomes a part of our daily thought process and our daily um, thinking, our, our daily kind of conversation is around death. So if we look at the Shabads for example like um, in Japji Sahib, it talks about kinta Kal. it actually says, wear a cloak of death. Guru Nanak Dev Ji is okay. actually saying to you, on a daily basis, just as you wear your clothes, wear a reminder that death is, is hanging over you. Oh, like That's a coat that you should wear every day. Interesting. In Anand Sahib in the morning, it says about, ehokutam Tuja dekhda challeh nahi tereh So in Anand Sahib, and this is one of the morning prayers, it actually says, why haven't you recognized that this family is not going to go with you? So imagine every day in your, in your morning meditation, in your morning affirmations, you're saying to yourself, my family is not permanent. So Gurbani tries to deal with this idea that we're not permanent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very important thing. So we're talking about how does Gurbani help you avoid the grieving process when it happens? Because it's definitely going to happen. Death is definitely going to happen, but grief is avoidable grief is a choice so uh, let's look at how we talk about death in English and then how does Gurbani talk about death? okay so in English what do we say there's a really interesting word that we use when we experience the death of a loved one what do we say we say we've lost our loved one yeah we do. I've lost my uncle I've lost yes. my father I've lost this that's a really interesting word when you say lost, what do you mean? So if, if you say to me, I've lost my phone. Yeah, if you say to me, I've lost my phone, what you mean is the phone belonged to me. It was mine. Yes. And I planned to keep it for quite some time. It was my phone. Yes. And this is the same language that we use with our loved ones. I lost my father. And what I mean by that is I don't, I don't expect to lose him. In fact, he's mine. He belongs to me. Gurbani changes this thinking drastically. Gurbani doesn't ever use this idea that you owned that item. And when we talk about, and I think people might think I'm just using semantics and just talking about language. Actually, this language plays a very big part about how we think. And Gurbani, the word Bani, is the Guru's language. We have to adopt the Guru's language. So we don't ever use the words like, I've lost my loved one, because what we're saying is, that le- loved one never belonged to you in the first place. And this is such a key message in Gurbani that the Guru tries to make you aware that this never belongs That's to you in the first place. There's a really interesting Shabd that I actually want to read out please, by yes. Guru Arjan yeah, Dev Ji that talks about this exact idea. So this is a Shabd, a uh, Gauri Mahala Panjava, Gauri um, Mahala Panjava, the fifth Guru Guru, Arjan Dev Ji. Guru Ji says, "Kaki mai, Kaki baap, Kako baap. Whose mother is this? Whose father is this? Naam, tariq, chuteh, Sabsak. They are relatives only by name. All relatives are false. Let's think about this. That's true. Very deep. What do we say? We say, this is my mother. And we just instinctively think that's, that's who she is. She belongs to me. I belong to her. We've had years of, of a relationship together. And I've learned a lot from her. And she's given a lot to me. And I've given a lot to her. So what we do is we've created an association, but just for a moment, stand back and think, is that person in any way connected to you in reality? They are a complete, distinct, separate person who has their own life story, they have their own background, they have their own aspirations and their own thinking processes, and then there's you. So you may have even, created this relationship because you're saying, well, I came from this person, like I grew in my mother's womb. But in reality, as soon as you're born, that separation is gone. You're not connected to that person. And this is what Guruji is trying to say in this Shabad. So Guruji starts by asking this question, who is this mother? Who is this father? And, and, and other Shabads talk about where have they gone? They died. Where, where did they go? And it's about changing our way of thinking, well, well maybe they were never mine to begin with. So Guruji goes on to say is, Why are you screaming and shouting? And Guruji, sometimes Gurbani uses uh, almost a very parental-like telling-off for, for, for us. For us. When, when, when we continue to mourn the death of our loved one, Guruji takes a little bit of a harsh approach. Okay. Kind of like a parent that's trying to remind a child who keeps making the same mistake again and again, the parent, how's the parent going to react? Firstly, they're going to be loving and explaining it to you. But if the child keeps making the same mistakes, sometimes the parent has to be a little bit strong and say, okay, you need to just stop this now. Yes. So that, Guruji yeah. uses the word here, murak, saying, aren't you being a little bit foolish? Okay. Why do you keep doing this? By, by hukum, by your hukum, you were born into this family and you came into this world. This, this, this relation has actually nothing to do with you. So, you didn't create this relationship, you didn't choose this relationship, it was just something that happened to you. Guruji says that we are all one clay in one light, that all of us are essentially just puppets made out of this one clay, like your body is no different to my body, your, your flesh is no different to my flesh, your bones are no different to my bones, and, and they don't belong to you, they don't belong to me. Did you create your bones? Did you create your organs? No. And we can go back and think, actually, let's, let's not think about the other person that's died. What am I? I'm not, I'm not this body. I didn't create this body. I didn't create any of this. And Guruji says, one breath of life has been put into all of us. So who are you crying for? Now, this is a very interesting idea. Guruji goes on to says, Mera, Mera, Kaara Billahi. Everyone is dying because they're saying, mine, mine, this is mine. I lost my father. I lost my child. And Guruji is really saying, let's have a think about this. What, were they ever yours? So Guruji then goes on to says, life energy never dies. And now this is a fascinating idea. And the Guruji tried to convey to us, you know, when we think that someone has died, what has actually died? If you think about in the Western cultures, the body of that person is still there. They just bury the True. body and they put it in the ground. Yeah. So that's still there. What is it that's died? It's this life energy that's left them. Well, there's a way of thinking about that. And, and, and you've, you, you've sort of hinted at this question quite a few times of how do I deal with this, yes. this idea? Yeah. Well, the way that we think of life and the loss of life is we think they have vanished, they've disappeared. Guruji is actually saying life never dies. So what that means is the life that was in your uncle, your grandmother, your child, your friend, your lover, that life is actually still here. Right. That is actually all around us all the times. So that life energy, that same life energy is in the, the trees. That life energy is in the breeze. It's in the sun, it's in the stars, in the moon, in the birds, in the grass. You can actually connect with the aliveness of that person by acknowledging that that aliveness is still here. And in fact, that aliveness is what you breathe in. I'm breathing in life energy all the time, that's why I'm still alive, because I'm breathing, this life energy is keeping me alive. That aliveness never actually leaves you. And so that's a very fundamental way to actually help us heal in this process.